Hello, Instagram, and to everyone that is watching on all platforms, this is LaDawn Townsend, CEO of The Boss Group, as well as the leadership strategist and creator of the Recalibrate Leadership Method. I'm here to talk with you today about moving from the boardroom to the beach. This is my Bora Bora recap from my business retreat that I just came back from the lovely island of Bora Bora. I am so excited to share with you, and I'll come back and, and talk more about this over the next few weeks, but I had to come and share with you today some of the biggest takeaways and aha moments for me that I wasn't even, ex I was open, I went open, but I received so much more. So as you come in, make sure that you tell me where you're joining from, say hello, send a, uh, a wave, a heart, Grab your pen and paper and your note-taking device because I believe that transformation has arrived for many of you. And it's time to recalibrate as a leader. But one of the ways that I'm going to support you in that is just sharing with you some of the, the massive breakthroughs that I had at this wonderful retreat. So yes, I went to Bora Bora. I just got back about probably about a week ago. Um, I left Bora Bora and had a speaking engagement in St. Louis and came right back and had trainings and client meetings and all of the things. And this is a beautiful gift that I received leaving the island. And if you've never went, um, you, you need to plan to go. But, but there are three main things I want to share with you that were massive ahas for me that impacted my business, my life, how I lead, and why I believe that this is even more available for you. So as beautiful as Bora Bora is, and the four seats, I mean, just stellar service at five, six star levels, it was really about the experience of transformation through the business retreat and the training and the, the, the growth that I went through of being with my coaches and being with the wonderful women in the mastermind that really, I think, made the experience even better. Now, I do plan on going back, so I will tell you next time when I go, <laughs> if just being there and being a part of the environment is just as transformational. But here is what I know, is that I left Austin, Texas, completely open and really centered myself to be open to this experience. So the reason I'm sharing this with you today is I believe that you, as someone that is in a position of power, a position of pressure, which pressure is a privilege to have, you that are leading the, your ship through safe harbor I've talked about, making the call, making the tough decision, many of you are in a position in a place where I was to where when you go away to something that is so transformational, the one thing we have to anchor in is being open to the experience. And I purposely did not want to leave my house. I didn't want to get to the airport not being open. So I really anchored and set that intention first. And everything that I'm about to share with you followed from a place of openness first and gratitude second. Now, what does gratitude have to do with leadership? Well, with all the things that we have to do in a day, sometimes reminding ourselves of what we are grateful for, what we are thankful for, shifts our perspective so we can see the next thing. 
one of my coaches actively tells me that even the rough spots, the rough moments, we need to be thankful for because there's a lesson that we learned in that. And so today, on today, as I share my story, I'll encourage you to be open to hear what your story is supposed to be, what your next level experience is supposed to be. And so I was open. Here's what specifically I was open to. After being a corporate fixer for over 20 years, working with companies for the past eight years around the globe, transforming them inside out, recalibrating leadership, recalibrating organizations, I was open to what was next for me and my team. Let me give you a bit of a backstory on this because you know I love stories. If you're engaged with me for the first time, make sure you say hello. Hello, everyone that's joining um, and tell me where you're joining for from. So it was late 2019 and I was traveling abroad to work with clients and loved the work I was doing. And I remember at that moment having to make a decision, how do I scale my business? How do I scale my company? I could either um, stay boutique or we could just blow this sucker out and get a team of 20 consultants and have people fly around the world and all of the things. And as much as that looked attractive, because at that point the business was nearly six years old, I think, um, if I'm doing my math right, it seemed like the logical next step. But even then, I had to be open for what was next for me. Are you in a position right now of leadership and you're asking yourself, this next thing seems like a good thing, but is it your thing? Is it the thing that you're supposed to do? Earlier today on our Changing of the Old Guard Masterclass Part 2, I talked about how you can, as a leader, give your executives a way to prioritize their day to tactically approach it. So there's priority critical, priority required, and medium, right? Medium attention that's needed, and that's what they focus on first and dive into everything else. But at that moment for me in late 2019, I knew I had a decision to make as to what was going to be the best next step for me and my company. So I sat with it for a while. Here's point number one when it comes to being open, and this is what I did a lot in Bora Bora, was sitting with your breakthroughs, your epiphanies, your thoughts, sitting with that for a moment. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining. Make sure you say where you're joining from. And so in late 2019, I'm flying around the globe <laughs> working with companies and we had a small and mighty team. And the next logical step was let's blow the sucker out, right? So I come back home in January. We start looking at commercial space in downtown LA. That's where I'm from. Hello, LA. And I just thought I want to contribute to my community and give back economically and all of the things. And I remember as the broker was showing me different office spaces and all of the things that it just didn't feel like the right alignment. And it, it felt a bit off. Now, what we were doing is really looking at what we knew our clients needed and what they needed was getting out of their current environment. So we would normally go to them and in a conference room and all the things, but they, in order to have real next level transformation, they needed to come out of their everyday environment. And so that's why we were looking for the office space to have people come to and make it a, a transformational space and get them out of the office and all of the things. So it sounded like a good thing, but was it the right thing? 
That's what you have to ask yourself as a leader. Does this decision, will it get us to our goal quicker? Will we be able to sustain the goal? Or is this a good thing that could actually be a distraction and take us off point? Oh, that was for someone. <laughs> because I've done many things that were looked like good things, but it actually cost time and it, and it cost distractions. But there's always a lesson learned in that. So I put it on pause and I said, let's come back like end of March. Well, what happened in March of 2020? The world changed, the pandemic hit the US, everything started to get locked down. Even if we had an office space in Los Angeles, we couldn't really go into it with all the restrictions and the things they were trying to do to protect people and all of the things. So here's what happened. I'm leading up to Bora Bora, I haven't forgot about that. But I need to give you context as to why I went to Bora Bora Open because I had been open since 2020. Are you open as a leader? Are you taking time to look at all the things happening around your ecosystem and asking yourself, am I open to really look at what's the lesson here? What is the, the, the silver lining? What is it that I'm supposed to be paying attention to? Because I was really leaning in. I was looking at the news. I was looking, meaning from a, you know, a wise eye. Um, I was listening to myself. I was listening to colleagues. I was really looking at all of the things to make sure that I was making the right decision. And so March of 2020 happens and pandemic is here. And so we put those plans for expansion physically on hold and we blew out like our marketing team. I think at one point in 2020, our team was probably like 16 people or something like that. It was massive. Most of them were marketing and we were doing all this stuff. And what seemed to be good, catch this, but was it the right thing? because I felt like this is just a machine that's not really us. And so 2020 continued on and then we started having conversations with our community and, and just saying, how are you doing? Because the majority of our clients have traditional businesses. They've got overhead and employees and the things and they travel and they're on planes and all of the things. And here's what we started to hear. We started to hear these really transparent conversations of, I don't know if I'm gonna keep the business open. I don't know if I need to sell. Um, I'm finding out that my team aren't really performing at the levels that we thought they were. Um, most of them were the top executives that weren't performing, but how do we do that, right? Uh, are my company, my employees are like family and I'm finding out my family isn't all on the same page. So what do we do? So that started these critical conversations from the C-suite that we then launched a show on YouTube. We were open open in 2020, open as we went into 2021, thinking about what's next. And what came from this two years of conversations with colleagues, mentors, prospect clients, was one of the, the areas that came up when I asked, what is it that you think I do really well? Like, I'm glad you love all the videos and you're getting good customer service, but what do you think I do really well? And here was the kicker and here is the lesson for you, that when you ask the question, be open for the answer. I was expecting people to say, oh, it's your data, it's your analysis, because for this time, at the end of 2021, for almost two years, we have been doing virtual events, <laughs> we've been doing um, case studies, economic outlook reports, webinars, nearly every other month. So it was a lot of data lift. You know what they said? They said, you help me think differently about how I lead. I was not expecting that. Fast forward to Bora Bora. I was open since 2020. I told myself I was open, but I wasn't really open 
because I was still trying to fit myself into a time and a place that had progressed to the next level. So point number two for you as I talk about being open and all of the things that I learned in Bora Bora is that you need to be aware when your time and your season as a leader has progressed to the next level because your position, what you're called to do, it will progress whether you're ready for it or not. And if your position is progressing and and you're still retracting, there's something that you're then torn with. And when we're torn, that's the worst place to be as a leader because we don't feel whole. Being open. So I went through all of that for the past two years, decided to up-level myself and join this amazing mastermind with coaches I have known for close to eight years now, seven years, seven or eight years that I trust that when they tell me, hey, (laughs) you're like going off road in here. Let's get back on road. I trust them. Here's your other tip around being open. One, we talked about being open. Two, we talked about recognizing when the time and season has shifted and changed and you're still in yesterday. And the third is getting around people you trust. Not people that'll just tell you what you want to hear, but people that can see into you and pour into you and whether you get offended or not because you know they're coming from a place of love so the offense you feel is really your flesh and ego that you trust what they say so that has been what's happening for me for nearly two years now so here i am getting ready to go to bora bora and when i tell you i went through almost every emotion now i'm a pretty anchored person Um, I believe in stretching and growing, going big, having big dreams, risking, like I I have no qualms with that, right? If if you were um, an investment broker and you were to ask me, are you a conservative investor or do you believe in risk? I'd be like, more risk, the better, baby. Let's do it, right? Because big risk is big reward. But this trip, I'll tell you. I had such big butterflies. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if it's too soon, too quick. I don't know if I should be doing this. I'm going away. I'm coming back in the middle of the month. What's going on? All of the things. Here's your fourth tip on being open and why as leaders, this is your time. When you start getting those questions that come up in your head and they're not supporting you on growth, they're actually trying to hold you back. It's Gay Hendricks talks about this in his his book, The Big Leap. If you have not read it, you need to get it. I remember the first month I got it, I like combed through it twice in a month. It was so um, life-changing for me because he talks about when our mind is starting to like do that dance of, oh, I don't know, just, this is my dance, just sort of stay still. You know, this is too big, right? This is, I am dancing. I don't know if this is salsa or if I'm, um, I don't know what this is called, but this is just me moving. But my point is, that's when your your mind is like, we've never been here before, so I'm trying to stop you and I'm going to throw up all the things that could possibly happen. You're hitting your upper limit is what Gay Hendricks talks about. The book is much more better, but there's no dancing. And so that was happening for me. So I knew because I had been doing the work on myself that I needed to lean into these emotions and feelings and ask myself, well, LaDawn, are you not being open to your next level? Do you want to stay in yesterday? Is that who you're made to be? Is that how you're built? Because I don't think so. So I'm talking to myself here, right? 
it gets dangerous if you answer yourself, like you talk to yourself and then you answer yourself and then you rebuke with you. I don't do that. It's not a third way conversation. It's just question and answer. And so I said, okay, I'm just going to be open. Now for me, when I'm in this tizzy, for me, I pray. I'm like, whoo, I just got to get quiet. I need to hear from the big guy. <laughs> like, oh, because all these emotions are coming up. And the download that I received was be open, which was shocking because I'm like, I'm open. I I've been open for two years. I'm, I'm totally open. Like I didn't get the commercial space. We streamlined the team. We're doing all things. I'm open, right? The download came again, be open. All right, I just released it. And a few days before I left, I purposely started winding my schedule down. I packed early, got the errands out the way, except for my nails. I did that like the day before, mistake, don't do that because they didn't dry right, it's a whole situation. But anyway, um, I remember the morning I was scheduled to leave, I just wanted a quiet morning. And here's where being open comes into play for those of us that are leaders, that have a message, that have a commitment, that, has a, that have a cause, that have a passion, that have a purpose, that have a pressure, that have a privilege of pressure. Is as I was sitting in bed that morning, probably about 6 or 6.30 a.m., my flight didn't leave until that night, so I didn't have to be at the airport until probably 3 or 4. This thought came to me, what if, what if the very next thing you were called to make an impact and to help people with is the one thing that you've been fighting even for yourself? And that was being free from rules, from um, what people think, from how you're supposed to do it. What if you just free yourself from that? And what if you just show up as the next level version of you? You see, as a recalibrated leader, the whole methodology around recalibrating is stepping into the next level of your authentic self as a leader because it's tough for us, right? Not only do you have policies and rules and restrictions from your organization, you then have expectations of, well, this is how you're supposed to lead. This is how you're supposed to be. This is how you're supposed to talk to the press. This is how you're supposed to present to the board. This is what you're supposed to say to investors. This is how you're supposed to coach your team, all of these things. But what if the very thing that changes the dynamic of industries, of standards, of all of the things is the very thing that you can create if you are open. And that is what happened to me. Oh, it's one of the things that happened to me at Bora Bora. I was forever changed. My business concept was extremely clear that even though I've been working and polishing, I would say not perfecting this recalibrate leadership method for over eight years and teaching my team, my clients, and even internally trying to help my team get really strong in areas that to truly recalibrate requires us to get out of even the new comfort zone we've created ourselves, which is why my coaches were like, we're going to Bora Bora. It's like, it's a hike to get two and a half, right? It's all of the things during the pandemic, getting the tests, getting the this, all of the things. 
Because what it does is it stretches our belief in who we are and what we are called to do. And in that setting in the South Pacific, it was extremely clear to me that for me to do the transformational work that I am called to do with leaders, those that are in the position, those that are held accountable from everyone and their mother in the organization, for those that you have to be reserved and you can't show up everywhere. And maybe you'd like to be on Facebook, but you can't be on all of the platforms because of your position. Those that have the power, those that not ego or narcissist, but those that are making key impacts and decisions that you what the decision you make impacts an organization or a city. It impacts people in order for me to serve them at the next level. Yes, we were going to get the office and bring people into our environment. And so, okay, we did it. But then we created amazing on-site experiences at luxury hotels, which I love. But what's the next level of that? What is the next piece that we can help leaders with? The same leaders that will call me from their car outside their house because they're saying, LaDonna, I don't know if we can make payroll and I'm not sure how to tell my wife. Uh, you know, the investors just said no again and I'm not sure what to do. Or I've got team members that I'm coaching and it's just not working. Or my C-suite team is not up to par. Because when you get those calls from leaders and executives, be clear that they see you as a confidant. In whatever role you are in, do people see you as the confidant? Do they see you as the go-to expert? Do they see you as the ones that they can trust with that? That is a position of privilege and is of honor. And when you are in that position and get clear, I am not bragging or boasting, but I am showing you how you have to be open to welcome in the next version of you because it's not about you, it's about who you're called to serve. And on that beach in Bora Bora and in all of those sessions, my business transformed in five days from the boardroom to the beach, I call it. And to capture this and bring it out aesthetically, I had an amazing photo shoot with Amanda Hoka, which I'm so excited about. I cannot wait to share with you guys the images. It was just ridiculously crazy, sick, good, in a good way, um, watching my words. It was so amazing. Because again, when you trust the people that are pouring into you, I trusted my coaches, I trusted my master, I trust my mastermind ladies, I, I trust the people that are around me, I trust the photographer, but you have to, outside of trusting all of that, sometimes we trust people without trusting ourselves first. So I decided to be open before I left Austin, which brought tears at my own door. Okay, like, I can't even tell you. I'm trying to get out the front door with two suitcases and the bag and the mask and all the things crying. It just was not a pretty sight. I wasn't even gonna record it, forget it. You're not even gonna see it. But that showed me that I was open to the experience because the tears were coming before I left. Maybe you're not a crier. Maybe you're someone who feels it within your gut and you're like, whoa, something just shifted, this is good. So then when I got there, it was clear to me to make the transformation for my clients. It's from the boardroom to the beach. Now, it could be the literal beach. Get clear, I don't swim. I'm not even saying. One, I'm not getting my hair wet. Two, I can't even float. Okay, it's a technical thing. But I'm using the beach as an example to share with you these amazing transformational experiences that I'm bringing to my clients. And I want to bring this to you. I'm going to come back with a part two, sharing with you more recaps from Bora Bora. But this was the biggest one. This one needed to be told first because it's from the boardroom to the beach, baby. That's what it's about. 
I know, I know. You're just watching this in your office on your phone by yourself. It's okay. You can admit, you can be like, yes, Ladon, it is, I need from the boardroom to the beach. I love it. Or maybe for you, we need to sit around a fireside chat and talk about what's not working for you as a leader working for your organization. Or maybe you're gonna come with me on a horseback ride, which I love horseback, and some of you just freaked out about that, but that's okay, we don't have to do that, it's optional. And, and we can really talk through it and being out in nature, here is the deal. For years, eight years to be exact, I have done VIP strategy days with my clients where we have worked on any area within their business, their team, their, their, um, their career, in order to be a better leader, all around creating a plan, a blueprint for growth. And I wanna bring this more to you. These are our lab ex experiences that we do, not experiment, experiences. And the Leadership Lab is a luxury experience where you can come to our headquarters in Austin, Texas, and we meet in a beautiful, luxurious setting. I won't tell you all the settings. I'm just saying you gotta sign up and go because we're going from the boardroom to the beach or from the boardroom to the next level experience. Could we sit around a conference room table and whiteboard stuff out? I love nothing better. But for most of you, you need a new experience. You need to experience what I experienced. You need to experience what it means to breathe again, to believe in yourself again, to be able to have the idea of what is it that I'm called to do. Some of you need that. Leadership Lab, luxury experiences are open and ready for you. Now this isn't something new. I've done VIP days for eight years, my people. And I love it because what it tells me is that now more than ever before, when I'm hearing from leaders, when I'm hearing from those in really pressured position, is that they need to be guided through how do they become the next level leader. So Bora Bora was transformational in many different ways. And I want you to ask yourself today, what are you not being open to as a leader, but you do need to be open? Maybe you're afraid of it. Maybe you're like, oh, if I'm open to that, it's gonna switch everything up. Oh, I don't know how my organization's gonna feel about that. Oh, I don't know. Let me tell you, your community, those that you are called to serve, they need you to show up authentically even more as your next level self. You see, there's phases in life where you have to pass the baton. I heard Viola Davis ex um, explain this, that maybe throughout life when we're waiting for these big moments or people to like bring us along or, or, or be able to encourage us and push us forward, maybe it's really us. Maybe we're passing the baton from the eight-year-old us to the 16-year-old us, from the 16-year-old us to the 30-year-old us, and therefore that maybe you need to pass the baton to your next level version of who you are. Maybe you need to pass the baton to your recalibrated version of yourself. That's what you're called to do. Maybe you are the one that need to step into a moment of, I don't really know how all this is gonna feel and I got tons of emotions going through my head, but I need to be open to being the next level version leader that I'm called to be. Maybe you need to come into recalibrate. Because on the other side, here's what I'll tell you. It is transformational. And if you don't like it, you can always go back to being who you are, but I think you'll be miserable. Because people who see and experience the transformation, experience the next level, only go back when they decide to quit on themselves. And you're not a quitter. You're not someone who wants to just sort of stay in the status quo and in the norm. That's not you. 
you're ready to make an impact. You see, the position you serve is not about your paycheck. It's not about stock options. It's not about your bonuses. The money, okay. But you... than anything else. You need to bring this out into the world like air to breathe. Leadership Lab Luxury Experiences. These are private one or two day strategy sessions with myself where we are gonna dive into the area that you need the most support in. Is it as a leader? Is it for your organization? What is it that you need in order to accelerate and grow? Let me tell you, some of the results that companies who've implemented the strategy that I've taught them what they've experienced. Um, over a million dollars in annual payroll savings, 50% reduction in operating expenses, 47% improvement in shipping and logistics, 26% uh, increase in revenue within four months, 130% increase in sales within two weeks. I could go on, you can go to ladontownsend.com and look at the testimonials. That happens when we recalibrate the leader when we get clear on what's the next level vision for the organization that you lead and how you can lead it, how you can coach your executive team, how you can recruit an executive team. The success that you wanna see for the position that you are called to serve in for the organization you're called to steer will happen with you. Now, this is what recalibration is not. It's not therapy. Um, it's not us diving in and talking about what happened at six or 10 or 12. You know, there's, if you need that, we have someone on our team who can help you with that, which sometimes people do. But what this is about is looking at where am I today? Leaning on your decades of experience as a leader, leveraging that, stepping into the next level leader, becoming a, a change agent in your organization, becoming heard and seen, an internal confidant, the internal go-to expert. How would that change your world? Because the paycheck is not all it. You need to have this fulfilled within you. Like it's, it's like the air that you need. Leadership Lab Luxury Experiences. You can visit ladontownsend.com to schedule a call to learn more. You can also email concierge at ladontownsend.com and we'll get a time set up to talk. So I'm gonna come back again, probably later this week, and talk about more recaps, more ahas that I've received from Bora Bora, but this was just one of them. The first one that was beyond transformational, but you see that transformation could take place. Sometimes the moment we're in transformation, if we work it back, if we walk it back, we can see we've been on the journey all along, but we needed that environment, we needed that setting, we needed that in order to let the transformation be complete. It's sort of like any cooks in the audience, you know, those of you, sometimes you need a little extra salt, you need a little extra sugar, it just needs that little extra thing, but you've been cooking the meal, but you didn't know the meal you had in front of you until you're like, ah, now I'm in the right kitchen. That was like a part of what Bora Bora was for me. It was amazing. And then I was able to speak um, a few days after at a wonderful event that was even more transformational that I'll share with you, more of my experience and more of some of the amazing people I met. And here's the thing, guys. It's all about transformation. In order for you to transform others, to make an impact on others, you've got to be open to transforming yourself. What's the key word? Being open. If this resonated with you, make sure that you schedule a call to learn more about the Leadership Lab Luxury Experiences happening in Austin and our global locations around the world. You don't want to miss this. We have Austin that's available now. We have 
Santa Barbara coming up in October. This is our signature VIP strategy days, one or two days where you walk away with a blueprint, game plan, and transformed as a leader. I look forward to seeing you in the lab, and I'll be back with another Bora Bora Recap Part 2. I'm LaDawn Townsend, CEO of the Boss Group, creator of the Recalibrate Leadership Method, leadership strategist, and glad to be able to share with you this journey. I am thankful that you're here in this community. Thank you for engaging. Thank you for everyone that came on, waved, said hello. If you're catching the replay, make sure you comment below. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share this out with people that need to hear how to recalibrate as a leader that is in positions of high pressure because the pressure is a privilege, my friend. I will see you again. Bye-bye.